0: K.J. Sokka, one half of the group, The Private Language, shares with me his journey in the music industry, how he and his partner, Blake Lewis, collaborate on music, and what's next for the group. Thanks for joining me, K.J.
1: You're welcome, Mason. Thanks for having me.
0: So, K.J., I know everybody loves music at some point in their life, and they all think that they're going to end up being a rock star. But for you, at what point did you know that music will be your career?
1: When I was about 11 or so, when I started playing drums between 10 and 11. I really did. Then it was was quite a bit different. There was no social media and not very many computers. There was no internet. And I was like, I just want to play drums. And then I started getting deeper into not just drums, but music and chords on the guitar and singing and stuff. And I'm like, this is what I want to do. And uh, yeah, it was a, a passion that just started taking over my life. So yeah, quite young.
0: Wow. So you started off with like traditional instruments going from drums. Did you play anything else?
1: Yeah, I picked up the guitar. My brother played guitar and he had like acoustic guitars. And so, and then I bought an acoustic guitar and just tried to write some lyrics. And I also picked up a little bit of trumpet in high school. I rented a trumpet and got some tips and tricks from the trumpeters in the high school band, but drums was the big forte. And then I got some keyboards as I got into electronic music later on and I started writing my own music and then composing everything.
0: So what do you think was probably the biggest influencer in your life when it comes to music?
1: Phil Collins, for sure. When I heard, and Phil Collins was so different than the stuff that I normally listen to like I was really into like hard rock like Guns N' Roses and Metallica Primus Um, that was before I got into electronic music and yeah Phil Collins it definitely had something to do with the fact that he was a drummer too and then he wrote all these songs it was his first solo album after Genesis Face Value and all the songs were kind of about his breakup breakup with his wife and it just hit me and that was when I really started understanding songwriting.
0: That kind of took me back. Phil Collins, I didn't expect that. He is a great musician. I I love his music too, but I don't hear too many people say that's my inspiration right there. Metallica, I was like, I thought that would have been it. That's actually kind of cute. I think that's adorable. You love Phil Collins. Like, that's the guy that I'm going to be like.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He he just takes all the boxes for me because I like so much kinds of different bpms classical and even country my wife and i were (laughs) were out in the woods at this airbnb with with no internet and no cell service and it was great to disconnect for a sec and they had these cds and a cd player and all they had was country and we popped them on and i was like this is really fitting actually right now so like time and place is is so crucial with music, and it really hit me. I was like, wow, I never really understood these lyrics like, okay, going back to the truck, and then I meet you at the bar, like really simplistic lyrics and like simpleton music or simpleton uh, lyrics, and I'm like, well, I get to think of something like, you know, more than just like ninth grade. That's what I thought, and then I'm like, I get it. (laughs) It was quite funny, actually, so I like all types of music.
0: Wow, that's actually really kind of cool to hear that you enjoy all spectrums of music. Does do you think that this affects the music that you produce?
1: Most definitely, yeah. It's kind of uh, it's good and not so good sometimes because some, sometimes it's hard to really nail down a specific style, and uh, so that's kind of what my KJ Soccer career is is based on. I call it yin and yang, and that's the balance of of the yin and yang, the dark and the light. And that's kind of what Blake and I do as well with the private language. We can't really pinpoint exactly our style, and our style is morphing, actually, every day. You know, we just like it all. We try to keep on brand, though, <laughs> somewhat, you know.
0: I'm glad you brought the private language, because I was curious, Blake enjoys playing with you, especially if you're all over the place, like, oh, I like a little bit of country. I like a little bit of classical. I like a little bit of soft 80s and, and the hair metal 80s. <laughs>
1: He is similar, and uh, but I go deeper into the drum and bass realm and darker music. He is, I think, more inspired by the pop side of things with his solo Blake Lewis music. It's very pop-oriented. My, my solo KJ Sokka music is quite dark. But we've been playing music together for 15 years or something like that, and uh, finally decided to start an actual project Together. And it's just been the best, the best idea that we've thought of so far.
0: Now, since you're part of a duo, how do you guys go about making decisions? Like, do you take one song and then he's like, I'll lead the next one?
1: Yeah, we do that sometimes. At the beginning, he had about five tunes, five demos that he brought over. And I'm like, wow, this stuff sounds crazy and so different and different to your normal Blake Lewis stuff. And, and, he's helped me and been a part of KJ Sokka albums and I've helped him and been a part of Blake Lewis albums and then we toured as Blake Lewis when he was on American Idol 2006 or 2005 or, or 2007 I think but starting something from from scratch was fairly new i mean we we started something from scratch just after American Idol around 2009 called Orchestral Drive by and actually, it's we kind of just picked up from that. We had about five demos that we were working on, and then I got the call to join Pendulum, so we kind of put that on the back burner. Okay. And I guess if we really think about it, we kind of picked up where we left off. And Blake had these tunes. He brought them over, and we started working on them. I was, and he's like, dude, we should just make a duo. We should make the actual project out of this. I'm like, I can't deny that we need to do something because we were living in the same... City finally, L.A. From being separated, I was he moved to L.A. Like seven years before I moved to L.A. from Seattle. We grew up in Seattle together. But yeah, and now I'll come up with starts of songs, and he'll come up with starts of songs. And you know, sometimes it's not just 50/50; it's more 90/10 or 80/20. By the middle of it, we are just head down, super deep in it together trading, rains. Okay, I'm going to tackle this part. And yeah, we don't necessarily have a specific system. We both kind of do everything.
0: (laughs) So tell me about your latest track, Afterglow. Was it uh, something you guys are really excited to do?
1: It started off with Blake's inception with our collaborator, Aaron. And uh, that Blake has done some tunes before with. He's out in New York and a- Aaron Beaumont, that's his name. And uh, Blake kind of had this garage two-step inspired rhythm. That's boom, cat boom, cat boom, cat boom, cat, boom, 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 And Blake's a really great beatboxer. So he, 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 and he's also like crazy, filled with ideas, just constantly ideas, ideas pouring out. I'm like, okay, hold on, we got to get these ideas down. So a lot of times I'll just be recording, mixing, mastering, chopping things up into loops when he is just has a microphone and he's just going, going, going. That's a lot of uh, how these songs start a lot of times. And that's kind of how the song started with our friend Aaron. And then he brought it back over to our LA studios at the time. And then we kind of changed things and kind of made it into a uh, private language. He didn't know if it was going to be a Blake Lewis song or a private language song. And a lot of times that's how songs start. We're not sure, I'm not sure if a song that I started is gonna be a KJ Saka song or private language song. And same with him, he's not sure if it's gonna be a Blake Lewis song or a private language song. And that's kind of how Afterglow started.
2: Paint the desert floor. Water captured from the seasons before. We seek reflection underground.
0: So how long did it take you guys to make it though? Cuz it sounds like a very long process.
1: Oh yeah, this first batch of songs that we've been putting out, we have another, we have an album's worth and it's been taking about 3 years or so to do 10 of these songs. We're faster now, but this song has had so many different reworks and changes and bassline changes and drum beat changes and things and, and then the pandemic happened and that separated Blake and I after we were working on these songs, nearly finishing them. So, yeah, each song has been taking several years.
0: Wow, several years, but you say that this is pretty fast. Has the pandemic affected your music? (laughs) Like, is that why it's moving a little bit faster?
1: The pandemic has definitely uh, affected our, our stream of consciousness and our output. We didn't really know where this music was going to live, how much of it we wanted to just put out on our own. We did find a home with Black Hole Records that and they mostly do trance music actually. So, it was a big a big undertaking for them to take us on and, and they just love our music and they love our vibe and and they want to get a little bit more into the vibes that we're creating as as a label. And it was great for us to To find a home to have our music be a part of and have a collaborative long-term goal, not just short-term goal. And so, yeah, so since signing with them, we've taken all these tunes to the finish line. And now we are putting them out about every two months or so we've been putting out a single since we started. Well, we're still pretty fresh on the scene.
0: Now, besides tracks, albums and just music in general, do you guys have any other plans for this year?
1: Yeah, we have a bunch of gigs lined up that are they're they're not announced yet, but we are working with a company that works extensively with humanity projects and global issues like like pollution and environmental impacting issues and world hunger and all kinds of things. So we're really into, into trying to save the earth in many different ways, any way that we can beyond just our music, trying to have a, a smaller footprint on the earth and trying to create merchandise made from hemp and, and other things. And that whole concept is kind of intertwined with all of our music.
0: Well, KJ, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate you being here. And for those listening, if they want more information about The Private Language and
1: you, where can they find it at? Just go to theprivatelanguage.com and everything is there.
2: This has been The Mason Vera Payne Show. Thanks for listening.